Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Warning, the following is the officially sanctioned podcast about the show about four lifelong friends who compete to embarrass each other in public. You know the one. The official Impractical Jokers podcast. To the official Impractical Jokers podcast. Woo! Thank you for tuning in. Oh my God, Casey, this is the nicest place we've ever been. <laughs> Can we just talk really about cool. that? This feels like a real place to record a podcast. We're 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 recording at Bleacher Report. At Bleacher Report here in New York City, there's a guy playing a grand piano or a baby grand piano <laughs> in, in the, the lobby. lobby. Yeah, it was amazing. It was a it was a it was a baby grand, I believe, and it was beautiful. That was fantastic. Yeah, that was cool. And then obviously, I mean, this I was saying that this whole office feels like uh, like a Tom Hanks's apartment in Big. <laughs> yeah, you were saying it's exactly on the nose when you think of like a sports office. Mm-hmm. It has everything you would want. Everyone's wearing uh, their favorite team's gear. I assume yes. their favorite team. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe they mix it up and it's like their third or fourth or whatever. Uh, As you can probably tell, I'm not the biggest uh, sports guy, but I, I walk around these places and I think, wow, sports fans are the biggest nerds, but people think they're <laughs> yeah. cool, well, but you wear your jersey to your favorite team's <laughs> event. It's like you a got support, like a, man. I know, yeah. but it's like a comic book convention, like, and you're dressing, like, as, you're like, I have my favorite guy's name on my back. Well, this is funny because actually we're going to go to Comic-Con yes. as well. So we'll be at Com- oh, this will be dated by the time that comes out. But yeah. like, so today this is like my dream. We're at a sports place. We shot some hoops. Yes. Uh, I went... One for one. I thought about never shooting again, but I ended two for three. Nobody else cares about that but I think me. I, uh, I shot five times and I got one in, which is pretty good, right? Uh, especially because you're the comic book guy, and we're going to be going there tomorrow <laughs> with uh-huh. the Jokers. The Jokers are doing a panel at New York City Comic Con, which will be fun, mm-hmm. and we'll get to see some more uh, traditional nerds. Is that I think yes. what they're called? Yeah, Classic original nerds. <laughs> original. And then today, think... But today's sports nerds, and we talk about stats and stuff and everything. And I was saying I have an issue with how sports are named. Yes. Before we jump to this episode, yeah, can you tell me more about that? Get this <laughs> you started so, telling me. I was like, tell me on the podcast. Okay, so baseball, right? Is Danny Green. Danny Sorry, Green's uh, off. Danny Green unleashed, and his phone is on. <laughs> so baseball, right, is named after the the actual ball that they use. The bit, well, or the bases. I don't know what it. Yeah. Okay. Base on the ball. It's a combo. It's called baseball, which is a problem too. Yeah. If if it is, there's bases, and then that thing's called the baseball. That's confusing. Then right. you have basketball. Okay. Which is you have to you have it's the actual thing, and you have to get it through a basket. Yes. Okay. A peach basket, where it started out. And that makes sense so far. Yep. Football. Okay. A lot of issues there. <laughs> sure. It's the thing you do the least with the ball. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Soccer, when they, when like the British call it football, that makes a lot more sense because they're kicking it with their feet. I know. It's all over Calling the place. Calling it footy. Yeah. Football, American football. I don't know how they came up with that name. Yeah. Maybe someone at Bleacher Report will tell us later. I got another one for you. <laughs> yeah. Hockey. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's just uh, get rid of the thing. It should be called puck ball if, if we're going in. But there's no ball. It's a puck disc. Be- well, yeah, yeah, sure. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a Canadian thing, so maybe it comes from a Canadian word, or maybe it is it like uh, like an indigenous people's word, like an indigenous sure. tribe thing, yeah. and they started playing on ice? Maybe. it sounds that's like lacrosse. it could be. Yeah, that's true. You don't think it's a Shakespeare reference to Puck in Midsummer Night's Dream? 
Uh, I wish it was. The people listening aren't here for this. <laughs> They're here for the impractical jokers, and that's why we are talking today. We have uh, a fun crew on deck today. Uh, we have Eric, who is a who's moved up in the in the show, and and for impractical jokers, you started as the key PA, or you started as a PA. I actually started on the development team Whoa. in North South. And then I moved over to Impractical Jokers as a PA. And then this season I was the key PA, and now I'm the writer's assistant. You've been moving on up. Or as yeah. Danny Green will make you call yourself, the comedy producer's assistant. <laughs> or the junior comedy, comedy producer. producer. What's your assistant. title? I don't know. I'm script assistant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. comedy paper assistant. Yes. <laughs> you can't say. Paper assistant. We're not in like any kind of guild or anything like that because we're just producers. Yeah. So you can't say writers, correct? Correct. Yeah. So that's why we're saying this right now. Yes. Exactly. It's the same way we comedy produce, the way people comedy produce emails and you comedy <laughs> produce a, a script for a play, something yeah. like that. Here's yeah. a fun fact. The Jokers like to promote within their own team, which is very cool. That's like a great quality to have. And so instead of getting like a uh, a script supervisor from somewhere else, they look internally and they'd be like, hey, this person, Eric, it likes to write. You like to, you know, create comedy. You have you you've been, you showed us a bunch of these animated shorts you do. Right. And you, you write all the time. They're like, hey, let's give this guy a chance uh, and being in the room and then see where it goes, which is very cool. They've done it a few times. They did it with, uh, who are we naming? Cole, who you've seen on uh, on the show. He was yeah. the one who was with Q in the, uh, when he had to, when Q had to eat the food from the volunteering thing, he was the one who was like the boss. That's so he, your second canned ham can, sir. Yes. That's Cole Von Cole. <laughs> or his real name's Cole Weber. So yeah, yeah he, was, he, was on this, he was on this podcast too. So he, uh, he started as just a PA, right? Right and now, he then he moved to locations, didn't he? And now he he's a producer. Now he's a Correct. segment Associate producer. producer oh, actually, segment? he was uh, the second AD before that. Well, yeah. for a little bit. Cole That's was actually uh, adopted by the show at one point. He was an orphan, and we kind of took him <laughs> yeah. in. So he started as an orphan, then he moved over to PA. His right. four dads. Yeah, I think he was living in the gear closet for a week. <laughs> yeah, he did live there for a little bit, but that's good. Rent is crazy expensive in New York, mm-hmm. and he's from Wisconsin. So, True. have you ever? Here's a question: Have you ever slept at the office? Oh. Not, uh, not like Joe Ambergio when he sleeps during the middle of the day when he yells at him to wake <laughs> yeah, up. I don't mean that. I mean like uh, like an overnight thing. Either office. Not here. I did it at UCB one time uh, when I was like working the front desk there. Really? Yeah. I, like um, explain that. It was UCB is the Upright Citizen Brigade Theater where we James and I have met and we were on teams uh, doing comedy. Yeah, and it was a, it was a night after a show and me Grant, uh, my buddy Grant O'Brien and my buddy Jocelyn DeBoer went out and uh, we were out at the bars with like you and like with mm-hmm. all our teams and stuff. And then it, they were about to do like shakeups on teams the next yeah. day. So that's like, everyone gets really nervous. Like, oh, am I going to stay on the team? Or am I going to get kicked off the team? Like what's going to happen here? Mm. And so it was our first time on a team. So we're like, we just hope we like make it through. So we went out and we drank all night. And then we went back to UCB. We watched the pilot episode of the UCB TV show. on At the theater? At, no, at the uh, at the training center. Training center. And uh, we watched it then like, cause I, I lived like way out in Brooklyn at that time. So I had like, I had to open up at like 8 a.m. the next day. Yeah. So I just slept on the couch there. The crazy part though was somebody else from UCB who I won't say who it was, was sleeping in one of the classrooms at that time. Whoa. And like came out while I was sleeping. I thought I was the only one there. And I was like, what's going on? They're like, oh, uh, sorry. I thought no one was here. I was like, cool. We will both keep this secret. Yo, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. So I know that there definitely have been people I know that have slept there. Yeah. But I also know that there have been, 
Impractical Joker staffers who have slept together, wink, wink. Uh oh. That's what happens when you have no HR policy. That's some <laughs> dirt right there. In the office? Yeah, girl. But every office has glass walls. Okay, late at night, it doesn't even matter. That's how wow. Casey knows. Okay. <laughs> um, that's a little dirt. That's a little impractical joker's dirt, and that's the end of that segment. Uh, but let's jump into this episode. All right. What do we got, Eric? Did you watch this one? No. <laughs> Put you on the spot right away. Uh, I might have been there for what? What are the bits? This one. All right. Started out bike IFB. Yeah, bike IFB. Were you there? This I was there. Busted for that. bike. What, were you, what was your job at that time? Uh, I was the key PA. There you go. Well, and, a key uh, PA is just like the head PA, right? But they use correct. the word key. Yeah. Because it's fun. It's fun. It, it makes me feel like I, I have the key to the production, key like, to the city. Yeah. Well, you're the key person on the on the shoot. Yeah, I have you're the not key there. to the sprinter and the truck. So you're literally, it's literally a key you have. I'm a key. You're a key. Yeah, <laughs> I open things. A key, which means open, right? That means right here. Oh, that means here. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yikes. Uh, my Spanish is not good. But we have a bicyclette. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what is bicycle in Spanish? Bicycle. I don't know. I never took Spanish. Anyway, uh, they are yeah. So th- this is idea is very fun, and uh, there's a broken down bicycle, and yes. and people come over and they you know the Joker asks for help. And By the way, it wasn't as as a bicycle rider. It wasn't broken down. Just the front wheel was off. Yeah. I would consider that broken down. I no? could have repaired that in 15 seconds. Whoa, well, Kenny well, Green. Well, Sorry, Eric, but that's how it goes. I don't. I wouldn't know how to do that. <laughs> well, neither would I. Danny, you, you're a you're a bicycler. Love to ride my bike. Bikes, bicyclist. Bicyclist. And you're talking to us today with a busted up lip from. Yeah. Well, I fell off my bike. I was, <laughs> I was riding my bike in Utah, and had a little slip and hit my face against the rock. That makes me. That made me so sad when you told me that story. I appreciate that, Casey. Because I mean, like you're such a you know uh, dapper and uh, gentle man. Thank you. So that when I to, to see you in any pain hurt my feelings. Yeah, well, it hurt. It hurt too. See, it hurt your face. Yeah, hitting a hitting a rock. I wouldn't recommend hitting a rock with your face to anybody. I mean, all you know, all things considered, you still look good, Thank even you. though your face went into a rock. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of blood. And <laughs> were you uh, with your family? I was with friends of mine. Just friends. Good. Yeah, they didn't want to stop very long because they're still. It was early in the day, and they wanted to get their writing done. Oh wow, they're, those are bad friends. Nah, it's okay. I would have done the same thing. <laughs> All right. Funny. Well, I also, take just everything I said back. Visualize this at home. Uh, Danny Green standing on the edge of a desk right now, uh, looking like he's like we're in a newsroom, and you have like very important news. Like you just busted in, and you've been standing like that the entire time so far. Yeah. This is this is how I podcast. Danny Green Unleash. Commitment. <laughs> Cycling is a great name for a sport because it's just, it's it, the, it gets right to the chase. what it is. Cycling, mm-hmm. running, wrestling. All good. Perfect name. Swimming. Great names. Yeah. Ski jumping. Ski. Yeah. Once you get, get rid of the balls, it's much easier to name these things. I know. Yeah, anything with a verb. Mm-hmm. Rock climbing. Yeah. Oh my God. These are perfect names. I know. A football doesn't even look like a foot. Then you have tennis. Yeah. Tennis is. Uh, Ruined by the ball. <laughs> yeah. Tennis ball. Mm. Um. So, uh, the, so the bicycle's broken down, and yeah. uh, people come over. That's obviously the the crux of the bit. This is a great one because you you play on a person that's like, hey, you need some help, and then then that's like a good that's a good exactly. place to start yeah. for a refuse you lose kind uh, of challenge. A joker in distress, mm-hmm. and then they they prey upon uh, good Samaritans who will come and help them out, and then they will uh, say ridiculous things to them. Yeah, yeah, that's how we write these bits. Basically, that's how we come up with it. We're like. What could make a person look worse than like needing help and then being a jerk? 100%. 
And then like Joe will curse a thousand times and get bleeped. How many times did he get bleeped there, Danny? Do you have a count on that? You mean over the course of the series or just in this <laughs> in this bit? And that one. The answer is I think, have. I don't have. I think he doubled it. for either one. Oh, it was about, it was about like about fifty. I'm gonna check. Some great bleeps. Yeah, I'll check with our standards and practices and and check the tally on that one. Well, why don't we have the first person to to hashtag Joker's podcast and give us the correct number? Oh, that's a great gets idea. a little prize. How yeah. about that, Danny? That's great. Wait, we you have down a, with that? Yeah, we have a whole closet full of Joker's uh, t-shirts. So, first person to do that uh, to get the correct answer within say 200. We'll get a Joker's T-shirt. What do you mean, correct answer within two hundred? Well, let's say he's he's been. This is the total number of bleeps over the course of the show, or just oh, in this we'll episode. Never be, we'll this never episode. be able to fact no, check Danny. that, Danny. Just well, this a, episode. Throwing out a challenge to people. Just this episode. If this you get episode, it right in this in this bit in the bicycle bit, hashtag Joker's podcast. First person gets a free T-shirt. Wow, Danny, wow, Danny, Danny Green. Green, your size. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> My size or the person? If they're the same size as you, then then your size. <laughs> okay, I'm an extra small. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that's great. That's a fun little thing. Yeah. See what we just did right there? Yeah. Off the cuff. Unleash Danny Green. Speaking of these hashtag Jokers podcasts, Casey, there was one for you. This one's from Allison8712. She asked, Case, how come you didn't have Q record a line for the intro over break? People Ah. are really concerned that Q is the only Joker not in the intro for For this this podcast. Where it goes warning and then the guys say it. Well, when I had re- when I recorded that ditty yes. and got the guys to do it, the the Q was the first one to be like, sure, no problem. Yeah. But then when we actually did it, he wasn't around. Yeah. And then we sort of had to get going. Yeah. I, there's been ample opportunity to do it. It's just that sometimes when you finish a project, you're like, I'm not going to go back in and switch yeah. something out. You're also being real sweet right now. I'll tell you the truth. Q does not care. Q doesn't want to <laughs> sure. do it. He's like, it's good. He's like, it's fine. I, yeah. You don't need me. He's like don't bother me with it basically yeah. he's like i like the podcast I like that you guys are doing it that's it period right. that's he, true he does not feel left out trust us right he prefers it this way yeah that none of the guys would care if they if they were left out you know but q especially well mermite mermite <laughs> the same thought <laughs> he's like, like hey why'd you get the other guys and not me yeah he yeah because the guys you know they basically bully him mm-hmm. uh, so. i mean that outfit that mer wore in the bicycle thing was i mean the uh, same outfit danny green wore when he busted up his leg <laughs> and I was, was not it true yellow. no i would not wear yellow yeah. <laughs> that's the issue the yellow <laughs> but mer loves to play dress up he there's does. been a he's lot of challenges on any challenge where he's allowed to, like where it's organic to wear a challenge. All right, like the aviator. Wear a challenge, wear a costume, <laughs> he'll do it. Yeah, like last year in the aviation thing, he dressed up like a 1940s bomber pilot. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, he does it he Does it quite a lot. And he, it used to be funny because he used to want to do it and he would need the guys to be like, hey, can you like make me wear this on the show? Because mm-hmm. it's always like he has to be forced into it. Then he's like, oh, no, why'd you dress me like a bomber pilot? Guys? <laughs> but then like eventually he's just been able to embrace. And the same thing happened here where, it, and they actually call it out this time. Sal's like, he wanted to wear this. We didn't make him wear it. So we're just going to ridicule him for wearing it the yes. entire time. Did you guys recognize the bicycle costume from another Joker's bit? I didn't. What's it from? I did. This is a you cool did. from uh, Nod Dog. That ain't me. Right. Where they posed Whoa. as a different focus group patrons. Do you know why that happened, Danny? Why it was the same costume? Yeah. Uh, the costume department was very busy that day. Exactly. Murr usually <laughs> puts these requests in like the night before. Uh-huh. And when I say the night before, I mean 3 a.m. Yeah. before the bid happens the, yeah. the same day. And the costume department's like, okay, what do we have? And they grabbed, luckily, that that stuff was there from uh, Nah Dog, That Ain't Me, when they're, you know, we did we explain that bit at all? That's the one where they have to go back several times to the same person in costume. Yep. Right. Sal was um, 
Balsamic Vin. Balsamic Vin. And then he got shut down. Because it was exactly Sal with just slicked back hair. And <laughs> yeah. the person recognized him instantly. <laughs> I think he may have had some bronzer on. Yeah. But, and that's yeah. actually where Cole Von Cole is from. That was Joe's uh, character. Yes. Uh, it's Cole Von Cole. Another great thing about Bike IFB was... Uh, so, Danny, you were making fun of how easy it was to fix the bike. Yes. Well, basically, the way this bit came about was it was uh, 6 p.m. the night before a shoot. And the guys were like, we need a bit for tomorrow. We're going to do something with a busted bike. Can you guys all help come up with ideas for that? So all the comedy producers then worked on coming up with like different things that guys can do. And it took us a while. Like We're up to like 12, 1, 2, 2 a.m. And uh, the next day they said, oh, yeah, we're not filming that bike bit. And so <laughs> it was like, then we're like, what? We were so upset because we stayed up late and then they ended up filming something else. So every day then for the rest of the season, they're like, what can we film? What can we film? Like, you know, you could film that bike bit. How about that bike bit that we already did all that work on? You guys want to film it? And they eventually did it. And it, it became one of these things that the comedy producers just wanted to have done just because we already did the work for it. Right. Does what, that happen a lot? Occasionally we'll kind of, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll write stuff for a challenge and then the challenge, like maybe weather or yeah. they, we, we, we have two challenges that they're going to film in one day yep. and we end up only doing one. And so when we write and when we like make stuff and produce for that second one, we're like bummed because we're like, oh, yeah. we did all this work. But then it's nice when that, when that bit is finally filmed, we've already done the work and right. it's like, oh, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and it gets killed for different reasons. Like sometimes it's because, uh, the bit was too expensive to film. That happened one time for a bit, which hopefully we do next season. But that was like, we did like rounds and rounds of work because it, it takes builds. It, it wasn't product gestures, but it's something like that where it's like, you know, uh, Will Thaxon then it has to go and make like uh, brick flops, which is cheap, but this is like a more blown out version, which was more pricey. Um, so yeah, the, it, it, just stuff like that where things get killed. And then we're always like, that's why we try to never work until uh, the day before. <laughs> I'm sorry I haven't pointed this out yet, but we also have another guest in here, which is Chelsea, which is Danny Green's intern. That's Chelsea, right. how's it going? Pretty good, thanks. Oh, well, let's get you on the mic here. Yes. There you go. Chelsea, how's it going? It's pretty good, thanks. Have you been working for Danny Green? Uh, just for a couple weeks now. Has there been any, like, has he made you, like, do anything, like, get anything strange? Um, no, nothing strange, just some espresso. Yeah, that's, <laughs> he's a big Thanks. espresso guy. Yeah. You weren't supposed to say that. <laughs> um, Chelsea, it was a surprise for a surprise gift for Casey. Wait, hold on, real quick, Danny. Why do you? Oh, really? Yeah. Is that for real? No. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. No, because we have something. It's it's one of the genius things I did in my employer, True TV, is I created something called Brew TV. Uh, which is so everybody on the floor can come and get coffee or espresso, but then I get the company to pay for the espresso. So instead of Genius. me spending $4 a day for to buy my espresso, I have the company pay for it. That is a scam bone, and I love it. Isn't it a good one? That yeah. is a really good one. And it's tied into the brand, Brew TV, True TV. Did you spell it B-R-U? Of course. Oh, thank you. Goodness. <laughs> now, Chelsea, what do you think about Danny as a boss? Pretty, <laughs> He's pretty cool so far. He's a cool boss, yeah. normal guy. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to show you a picture. This is Danny on set yesterday. Uh, and it's coming up in a bit later yes. this year. We can't talk too much about it, but we, just, should we say the name of it? That, I don't even, the name of the bit? No, the name of his character. I, I don't know. Yeah. It, what do you think? I don't let's know. Let's surprise people. This surprise way we can people? milk it for the rest of the podcast. So without, <laughs> milk describe, is good... without describing the picture, just yeah. describe your reaction to what's going on here. This is again, your boss. <laughs> How do you feel about this? Oh my god! <laughs> what are your feelings? Um, confused. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, this is. 
Is it interesting? I don't just interesting? Is it at all? Are you scared? A little, yeah. Yes. Do you have less respect for Danny? More respect for Danny? Um, I would say more. Thank Whoa, you. Yeah, cool. that's good. Yeah, yeah. You went out on that's a limb. This is, you're clearly uncomfortable <laughs> in this outfit. And just to be clear, uh, Chelsea works Wednesday and Friday. I dress that way just on Tuesday and Thursday, so you won't oh, okay. be seeing that. Okay, good. Good to know. Yeah, so Danny's dressed pretty insane. And this is—is is this one of the first times you've been on the show? Yeah. So that's great. coming up in this season. So I can't that's, wait. That's fun. We just filmed it yesterday, so we don't know exactly which episode. Yeah, that's I'm so, so my excited. My IMDb page will finally contain something other than miscellaneous crew. <laughs> Here's a question, Danny, for you. How do you get an intern? <laughs> why do you, I mean, I understand you're pretty high up on the totem pole at True TV, but yeah. why do you, I mean, like, was it a conversation and you were like, I, can I have one? Yeah. Whoa. I love having an intern. I love teaching the kids. I love having them work for me. I love not having to get my own espresso. It's it's terrific. Yeah, that's the last part. <laughs> Chelsea, what have you learned from Danny Green in <laughs> yes. these few short weeks? Uh, so far, how to grind espresso. <laughs> wow. You make her grind it? <laughs> She's lying. Okay. <laughs> Went to the Whole Foods. Um, and also just being really adamant about fact checking. It's really important. Ah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's actually, that is a, that's a good skill to learn. Mm-hmm. Because that's, you know, that's it's one brick that makes a house. Yeah. All right. And this second bit is one of my favorite bits. And we're doing it again. Writing help. Filmed yeah. at Culture Espresso. Danny Green, if you're listening. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Can we call it writing help or do we have to call it comedy producing help? Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. It's comedy producing help. No, but these are the these are so much fun to do. I I love the bits where it's like, is this email good to send? Is this I like you know this draft or you know I'm writing this thing and then they were like getting approval from strangers. It's the most fun for me to to like work on. Yeah, these do are you some, feel this way. These are some of the better bits to to produce. produce. <laughs> uh, and Eric, were you where were you working at this time? I was KPAing. I was at Culture Espresso when we were shooting this. Ah, man, it was a cold day, right? I think so. Because I, yeah, yeah, it was like the, middle the, winter. In the last laugh, Sal like comes in without a jacket and with, with a coffee in this hand. And they're like, you, but you, you just look like you walked in with no jacket and a coffee. Right. And then he odd. darted back out. Now <laughs> yes. I remember. Yeah. Dead of winter. Yeah. So that, yeah, that's, which is interesting because like, as of right now, it's uh, October and this episode's coming out and it's, it's not cold enough yet, but it's almost there. Yeah. It feels strange to see sometimes, but you know the, the the challenges often get shuffled around. So I don't know if everybody knows that, but uh, th this is fun writing. Yeah, this one's this bit is like I, right. I, I tell you, like you know, we have these IFBs, which is like which we call the uh, refuse right. your lose, lose kind of challenge, and that's okay. That's fun to produce, but not as much. This is so specific. It's almost like a product gestures. We have to come up with products. Mm -hmm. It's like you, I get to flesh out emails. Right. Again, me and Casey, uh, we comedy produce like 20 of these before each episode, but you guys haven't seen them. So, uh, Chelsea, if you don't mind, I'm going to give you uh, one of these letters to comedy or to read. Oh, and great. Let's, uh, <laughs> we did this last time. So this is uh, some from the cutting room floor. Uh, so here you go. Feel free to read uh, this one. Dear Blank, I don't normally do this, but I saw your profile online and I can't believe how much we have in common. I know this sounds crazy for a first date, but would you like to go to a burlesque show? Someone from my doctor's only book club is performing, and she could use the support after losing a kid on the table this week. Oh, my God. No worries if you don't want to. It's just not every day I match with someone as stunning as you. 
Wow. And that is to dear blank. So I guess you're hoping they, they get thrown under the bus by the mark that's like, wait, so this is just like a form letter that you send to everybody you match with? And like, with that <laughs> kind of lie? That's a fun one. I love a doctor's only book reading, book club. Oh, man. And then uh, would you like to read one? Sure. Here, Here we, we go. go. Uh, this one's to Chase. Chase, I really appreciate everything you've done for me and the people of Italy. I'll finally be able to return to my maternal homeland and buy my grandmother's house. This means so much to everyone in Italy and the small town of Venice. I can't thank you enough. But please, know that I can never let anyone know what we did. Ciao. Eh, <laughs> not bad. I wrote that one. Feels okay. You know, it's funny because the guys do this thing where they like punch up stuff. You know, like we'll, yeah. we'll kind of generate these these uh, emails and then, you know, they put it through the old Joker filter. And so they might take something like that and then punch it up. Let me, uh, let me give Eric another one. This yeah. one, here's cool. another one. Eric, why don't you read this one? Dear Dean, yo, it's been a blast, but this bitch is donezo. LOL. We had some good times and I'm sure I'll pop by for a brew or two or three or nine LOL. But honestly, Working for Healy's Funeral Home and Crematory has been an absolute pleasure. <laughs> I hope next time you see me isn't for my own funeral. LOL. Perhaps, though. P.S. Send me that pic of me 69ing the old Mally corpse. <laughs> oh, my God. That's uh, a great one. You comedy produced that one, Casey. <laughs> I wrote that? You did. I did? Way back in the day. Yeah, Whoa. this is old. We did this in, like, January when we filmed it. And wow. That's I want to get crazy because so often we just make stuff and you forget. I want to give Eric one more, but Eric, you've got uh, this cartoon web series or web series. Right. What do you call it? Um, I call it a web series. It's, yeah. it's kind of like, um, I don't know. What do you call it? Like the Twilight Zone. There's like one. Every episode is a one off. Okay. So it's called Wednesday Morning Cartoons. And every episode is a bad Saturday morning cartoon pilot. So it's essentially right. a theme song and then a show that by the end destroys itself. So you can never make a follow up episode. That's really fun. That's yeah. great. And so... Can uh, you make one that's a Spider-Man web series? <laughs> no, because that's a lot of work. Right, but <laughs> but you see what, you know what I mean? Like with a web series? Oh, uh, I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? saying. Like I'd get sued still. -na -na -na. Okay, how about this? Ready? You don't even need Spider-Man. Spider web series. Spider web series. You know what okay. I'm talking about? Yeah. Consider it? All right, consider it. That was my pitch. But it's just a guy with a lot of tattoos named Spider. Uh-huh. So can you read this next one in the voice of one of your characters? Uh, from those cartoons. All right, you asked for it. Right. <laughs> and let us know which character this is. Uh, read the secret in my one. All right, so if you've seen Wednesday morning cartoons, this is in the voice of the witch from episode one. Marsha, I know we have never met, but I can tell from our insurance emails that there's something between us. Do you feel it? I'm falling for you straightforward but friendly tone. I first noticed it when you emailed me after work hours. Was that not a sign? Every time I finish reading one of your emails about policy, I dream to find the phrase eternally yours at the bottom. I hope you feel the same way. And if not, please don't forward this to HR. Wow, that's a good one. That's so, a good one. So That's you, also Marsha Ballard, our insurance yeah. that we don't have HR like we mentioned earlier. Um, that's great. So you do a lot of the voices on the show or all of them? Uh, between me and Tyler March, who's the other uh, writer, animator, 
we do all the voices between us. That's I, great. I usually end up doing a little more of the voices, but he does all of the animation. Hmm. So it pans out. Let me ask you this real quick back to your jobs. Do you miss being on set as much as you were? There's moments um, like the room, the writer's room, the comedy producer's room. Nice. It's fantastic. <laughs> Close one. Um, but there are moments on set that are just real fun because yeah. it's kind of part of your job is to go to these crazy locations and these crazy scenarios. Uh, like the other day, can we talk about like the the yeah. unhappy Gilmore? Yes. Yeah. So there was a golf punishment and mm -hmm. the crew is just sending me videos of them whipping around in golf carts. having <laughs> oh, a blast. It was <laughs> insane. Yeah, I heard it was at one blast. point it was so we were on a golf course and at one point it was Sal in a cart with Nicole mm -hmm. and I was in a cart with literally the insider crew which so it's a camera person on the back of the golf cart and the sound person next to me and we're so like headed. spilling out of the cart yes yeah. and and then there's also uh somebody else like somebody else in the crew on a like something in between a golf cart and a truck <laughs> So it's like just goes a little. Oh, it's Christine Morris. It's a golf truck on like this like cart that like yeah. you know, you would have to like put like you know a bunch of weed whackers on it or something, but small. And we're all full speed racing, and the golf cart goes to a top speed. So Sal's if Sal's ahead of me, it's really hard to get around unless like he made a little mistake and cut, and I like cut to the left, and I like kept straight, and it was almost like we were like, you know, in like the wacky races where yeah, you're yeah. like bumping into each other. <laughs> It was chaos. It was the most fun. This Sal was on the squealing fairway? like a pig. Sal was like, ah! <laughs> He's got fairway? that dastardly laugh. What? On the fairway? On Yeah, on the fairway, on greens. We were like <sighs> running amok. Yeah. You're mad about it? I love it. Look well, at I'm you. mad about it because when I was uh, 14, I did the same thing and I got thrown off the golf course. Right. Well, oh, you yeah. also slept on the job like we talked about before <laughs> in this podcast. <laughs> Uh, yeah but still <laughs> but i'm telling you it was it was that so that is a blast when yeah. stuff like that happens because i actually had a similar trajectory where like i started as a pa and then i moved into the comedy producer's room but i used to miss being on set all the time there would always be weird things that happened yeah and funny things and obviously the joker is like bring everybody into the fun and like being on set is really nice do you remember the time you laughed hardest on set yes it was um Oh thank God! <laughs> when, we were, when we were when we were out in Long Island, and we were doing the um, house party punishment—I forget what we called it—but Murr basically had to fight a woman at a party, and that right. woman was Kayla. Kayla, yeah, Kayla, Kayla Harrison. Harrison, the gold medalist, yeah, the yeah. gold the medalist, gold medalist. Yeah. throwing people through tables. Yeah. It was just incredible to watch this full party, just watching this man attack a woman, but clearly, yeah, she's beating him every time, so they're not sure if they should like. <laughs> do anything about it they're like she seems to have it under control i guess we'll let this ride that's so yeah. good it was one of the funniest things i've ever seen that's a good one yeah i'm so happy when that got produced <laughs> yeah yeah that one yeah that one's definitely like a legendary one for me like that just being there you got thrown through a table too right i got it was the test dummy yeah so i was thrown oh, by yeah. through right through the table you got thrown we tried out different tables and yeah. you <laughs> got thrown through one joan berger got thrown through one and i got thrown through one yeah the really last fun. one was just right. <laughs> yeah, I'm like the table bros. Table. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, writing help. Uh, some great lines in here. I mean, I just like this bit every time we do it. Uh, but Gatto's turn with the darkness that lurks inside you. Yeah. Uh, the letter to his stepmom. <laughs> kills me. To the world's best stepmom, thank you so much for your kind, generous birthday gift. I honestly don't even know how to express my gratitude. It's like you know me better than my birth mom. Oh. That's why it's so hard to tell you to back off. <laughs> I feel the darkness that lurks inside of you, and I know you won't hesitate to take what you desire. Thanks again for the Xbox. 
I love a challenge where everyone loses. Every <laughs> single one was a thumbs down. Yeah, that's right? true. And that's, that makes us feel good that we, I mean, it's an easy job to accomplish because you're going to throw something in that's, that the person's going to be like, you shouldn't put that in there. Yeah. You know? So it's, that, that's a fun one. So then it's been good, especially because of how good the guys are at, again, this is season seven. So for the past like seven seasons, like six years, how long it's been, they've been so used to just making fools of themselves in public. It's like, they're almost like they'll do anything pretty much. So it's nice to see them lose every now and then. Right. Yeah. And this is a different thing. So they have to read it no matter what, which is nice. It's not like a refusal, but then they have to rely on another person's good judgment yeah. <laughs> or bad judgment yeah. to win or lose. I was looking at my notes and I just started thinking about this punishment case. Oh, yeah. This punishment was one that has been in the works. Like you talked about like your first day on the job. I think this punishment came up my first day on the job mm -hmm. when they were talking about Murr versus a fifth grader. <laughs> Or I'm sorry, between a fourth and sixth grader, yeah, whatever nice. they, uh, yeah, yeah, we we basically just ripped off the Jeff Foxworthy show. But it's <laughs> what we talked about, and that I mean, I've been on the show for five years, and that was first day on the job. They started talking about it, and uh, and we haven't been able to produce it, right? And one of the sticking points uh, was that Sal really, really, really wanted Murr to not get his money back. Because <laughs> yeah. it used to just be money. It used to be like, he's going to put up $10,000 of his real money and the kid could win it, which, and, and then we would have been ripping off when Ben Stein's money. We're definitely just ripping off game shows. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's, come on. You, you didn't have it in a taxi cab? It's a parody. <laughs> oh, I wish. We, we know we can't afford the follow van. So basically we had this idea and uh, the guys were like, can you go out and find a fifth grader that's smart? Murray's big request was not to have a uh, Doogie Hauser, as he called him. So we couldn't get anybody that was just like a child genius. We had to find a regular smart kid, but we had to get a kid that was like SAG basically. <laughs> so we had to get actor kids for the most part, or at least that's who we auditioned. They yeah. needed like this special trust and not a lot of kids had it. And no offense to actor kids. They were dumb as bricks. <laughs> it yeah. was bad. It, like we were the comedy producer we're all doing that it was like me and Zaluga and Bergio and Meg Rico. And we we're like, uh, like interviewing these kids and they kept like lowering our expectations every they, time. They probably think they're actor kids, right? So they probably think like, I have to be silly to be on Impractical Jokers and the parents yeah. probably prepped them as such, but we just needed like a normal kid that, you know, we wanted someone who was like intelligent enough because we want him to beat Murr. Yeah. But at the same time, it just, you know, it can't be, yeah, like you said, it can't be like a genius. No, it really, really, really made us sad. But we got... <laughs> no, I, no, yeah. I, uh, before we get to Jake, like, he, he was the nicest kid. Not an actor kid. This was, like, his first time on TV. He just, like, fortunately, one of the producers on set knew that he had this trust because he was, like, a friend of a friend. Uh, and so he was able to do it. And Jake was, like, the nicest kid. Normal. Like, had interests. Had hobbies. Like, so we talked to some of these actor kids. We were, like, what are you interested in? And they're, like, well, I'm taking dance lessons as well. And I yeah. have an acting class. I like, it's like, what's your favorite book? It's like, I like to read plays and uh, TV scripts and act in other ways. Wow. <laughs> it was like, we're like, Jake was the only one that was like, he's like, I'm interested in like, uh, like science and history. And like, uh, he's like, I play sports in my spare time. And like, he, he's just he, like a real kid. Yeah. And he loved chess. Uh, which he was, was, he was yeah. such a sweetheart. Yeah. But he, he knew, he just knew things. And so, like we said, like we wouldn't, um, we, we wouldn't give, uh, Jake the questions beforehand, 
but we did try to game it towards things that he we thought he would know. Right. Based and on so he, topics exactly. and subjects. So like I mentioned, yeah. like he liked chess. We're like, ah, we'll throw a chess question in there, even though it's not something you know in school, but like we'll just throw one in. And we felt like that was such a basic question that Murr yeah. should have known it. But it's funny. I was like, what are your, some of your favorite subjects? He's like, American history. So I was like, great. That first question, what's the first capital of the United States? I was like, he'll nail this one. Mm-hmm. And he got it wrong. And it was so nerve wracking because we worked so hard on this punishment. And then he got the first question wrong that I thought would be kind of a layup and Murr got it right. And we're like, oh no, this could all go down the tubes <laughs> yeah. very, very, very quickly. But that I thought that plays really well because- It ended up it playing feels, well, yeah. it, And it is so real that I think the home audience goes, whoa, so this is real. They're yeah. really playing this game for real. Did you have a backup kid? No, no. I'm telling you all the other kids were terrible, uh-huh. Danny Green. <laughs> no, but Jake, Jake was the best. And the other kids that came in for audition, they were, we had some nice kids. Not only there, was but. the kid good and smart, he was the sweetest kid the I think kid. I've ever met in my entire life. If I could like pick who, yeah. what kind of child I'd have, yes. it's Jake. Yeah. He was the coolest. And, and uh, at the end, the guys gave him an Xbox. You yeah. Because that's the other thing. I hope it translates to home how... Uh, frustrating it is to lose the things that he lost, Murr lost in his apartment. <laughs> yeah. Because I think like people are expecting the kid to pick like, you know, his collection of lightsabers for TV and stuff like that. But it's a funnier choice. And that's why the guys forced him to take off the door handle and these things where he rents an apartment and has to replace this stuff and have people install it. That costs a lot. Right. You know, and yeah. like a TV, you could kind of like, you know, he probably has a second one in this, like, you know, in like a in like another bedroom or something that, that he could put into the main one. Right. You know what I mean? Like, those yeah, are yeah. things you could get back. Right. Just inconvenient. But he has to also pick out what kind of door handle. He can't just yeah. be like, give me the same one. They're going to be like, what's the same one? Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's such a n- more annoying process to do that. I But I hope that translates to, to home viewers. But, yeah. you know, you could let us know. Hashtag Jokers podcast. And what would you take from Merce apartment? Let us know. Yeah. What would you take, Casey? What would I take? Yeah. I would take, um, I, I would take his stove. Yeah. His entire stove, take it out. <laughs> yeah. You know, even if I never use that stove, right? Just to have, he has to replace that stove and th- that it's just taken out. I bet you, though, knowing Murr, he would not replace it. He doesn't cook that. <laughs> he doesn't cook. That's he what the guys The guys did talk about wanting to take the stove. They couldn't do it, I think, with the gas hook up in the apartment. But also, then they were like, Murr doesn't cook, so it's not going to matter. Yeah. And then, like, whatever. So he, they, they went away from that one. And you can't take Murr's underwear because he doesn't wear it. Right. That's so. true. Another thing that, uh, here's a little inside scoop. Um, the first thing they wanted to take was the light switches. But on the paper that they gave to Jake, it was like kind of written sloppily. It was dark in that room, like where he was looking at it, like like on that little pedestal or whatever. It wasn't very well lit. And so it was kind of tucked up into the corner of that thing. So Murr couldn't see it. So Jake actually missed it. The first thing they were supposed to take were all the light switches, light switches. so that Murr couldn't turn on or off the lights That's in the great. apartment. What would you take, Danny Green? I would probably take his blankie, perhaps. Whoa. He's, that's actually a stipulation. He said you can't. He, that's like the only thing he said. He said, like, don't get like a genius kid. Right. And, he, and nobody can take my blank. Yeah, that's his Horcrux that will uh, destroy Murr. Harry Potter fans stand up. Can you, can you say that? Horcrux? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think we might have to bleep the I, first part. You gotta bleep out the first part, yeah. <laughs> um, what would you take, Eric? Probably the windows. Oh, wow. Excellent. There's also a lot of windows. About, yeah. Also Dark. talked about, and he lives on like the uh, 100th floor of a building. I don't really know. It's pretty high up. <laughs> yeah, let's Lots give his address. <laughs> Chelsea, yeah. not knowing anything, any context, what would you uh, take from a person's house, a person like James Murray? The knobs on all the sinks. Oh, that's, that's great too. One. Yeah, because yeah, then you can't even use the sink. How are you going to shower? How are you going to wash your hands? Nice. James? 
to to take something from James Murray. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't take his dignity. <laughs> no, you can't. Just kidding. I maybe you. you know, uh, maybe maybe all the mirrors. So then he can never check his luck. Because I think that would bug him a bunch. Wow. Like, then he would have to like kind of just keep checking himself in his cell phone. I know, <laughs> I know he likes to look fresh when he leaves the house. Mm-hmm. So he'll never be able to know. So that would be. You know what he has? He's got like an electric scooter or like a, I think an electric bike. I would take one of those just because I don't think he uses it enough. And I feel like I would use it. Yeah, you use those it Those things lot. are like, you know, $1,500. Yeah, he got it for free. Cool. And he just like keeps it in his apartment. Yeah, he also has cool. a telescope. Really? Yeah. Well, that makes sense. He's on the 200th floor of a building. You get a really good <laughs> Keeps view getting higher. Yeah. Here's the other thing, James. You asked me and the guys wanted me to make a theme song yes. for this bit. And I made one, but there was really no place to put it because right. their theme was them chanting it with the audience. All the longest right. chant of all time. Yeah. <laughs> so I made a theme. I'm going to play it for you guys now. Oh, awesome. This is a cutting room floor theme. Here we go. Is Murr smarter than a young child between fourth and sixth grade? Is Murr smarter than a young child between fourth and sixth grade? That was great. Yeah, so there's a theme. That cool laser at the end. Cool, very cool laser. Cool, yeah. I had to actually record an actual laser. Wow, <laughs> yeah. which Mur has? You so took that, that out of made it easy. Yeah, yeah. I took the the lightsaber gave me that sound. Ooh, um, no, the uh, yeah. So you have to put out a whole album of all the songs you made for this show at some point. Yeah, I mean, I I have one. There's one on Bandcamp where you, you can serious? get yeah <laughs> all right, on well, Bandcamp you could get them all. If you look search up uh, search my name Casey Jost or uh, on Bandcamp you could find it's called Terribly Catchy. Yeah, is it? And it's all the songs that I've made on the show. Can we throw one on the end of this episode? What? Because I like the remixes you do actually for the after party. That's more than the original song. That I'm. I think you're playing for Sal yesterday. Yeah, I might make a second. I might make a second album on Bandcamp for all those remixes I made for after party. I was thinking about doing that. I haven't even heard this. I actually made a first theme song. Yeah. And Joe Gatto said. It's not good. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah. And I don't remember what it sounds like because I, 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 you know, I thought about the other one. So I'm going to play it for the first time since I've made it. Here we go. It is well, clearly. It took the note. So that one's a yeah. That one's a little bit more of a like a who wants to be a millionaire. Yeah. It's got an intensity. Yeah. What I do like though is I sampled myself saying "mer mer mer" over and over again. That's that's a fun part of it. And that I was going for more of that like sciency old yeah. school question. But the guys wanted like old school game show. Right. And that's why I did that other version. That Murr repetition thing is very creepy. That, yeah. It's like, that's what I imagine Murr says to himself to psych himself up, like Dirk Diggler in Boogie Nights, when he's just like, all right, I'm about to go for the shoot. And then he's like, I have a foolproof plan. What if, what if you, what if like the entire podcast, we just had this on the whole time? Yeah, we're just kind of brainwashing people. Like this whole podcast is just really like Murr started it to really get more people on Team Murr. Yeah, than any of the other teams. Who's who wins on those teams? Oh, who, I who's got the most fans? Do you know? E, I think Sal. Salvatore. Sal or Sal's got the most people on the team. Or I Q. Because so. you got Q's no, got Sal all those ants. You know, all these problems. Shout out to tell the ants. So tell them Steve Dave ants. I, all I, I don't mean is, A-A-U-N-T-S. If you don't know what the ants are, that's a... 
yeah. Q has a podcast called Tell Him Steve Dave. If you're, if you're listening to this podcast, you, I'm sure you're probably listening to Tell Him Steve Dave. I assume so. I mean, if you're a podcast head, then that's a podcast for you. Mm-hmm. But uh, Casey, what's your favorite song that you've created for the show? For I, I the favorite one that I made. Yes, personal. I mean, that's that's like picking your favorite baby, I guess, right? But Antonia. I <laughs> I guess sorry Oscar sorry Sienna. Well, he, two two things. Unleashed Danny Green. <laughs> One is that recently I was in a I was I was in a bar and I heard whose phone was ringing go off, and the per, and the person didn't know who I was and didn't know I was there, and that was a weird moment. Uh huh. Where like a song, I also don't know if they downloaded the right one. There's people who've like ripped me off and like put out there. Sure. So yeah, if you are gonna download it <laughs> on iTunes, look for the picture of me and Sal's face, and it's under my name, Casey Jost, or on Bandcamp, same thing. But I think my favorite one, to be honest, is is a pet cremation jingle. Uh-huh. That's I love a jingle. Yeah. I've always wanted to make jingles my whole life, and that's like the one that's the closest. It's similar to like I was going for the theme of like Salino and Barnes. Injury attorneys, you know? Yeah. But it was like, as a good cremation, one. grandparent divorce, call James as Murray, of course. La, 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 la. That's... Please call now. Yeah. Which was done by Clara Morris, who worked on our show. Now she works here at Bleacher at Report. Bleacher Report. Full Cirque. Full Cirque, baby. Full Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, there's a few other, there's a bunch of remixes now that I've made for After Party. And, and it's interesting to do it because now I'm doing ones that are, um, that aren't just songs I made. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you a little preview. You'll hear this on After Party, but I'll give you people a little preview right now. Here you go. This is, uh, you might remember this one. Put my hand in your shirt. Put my <laughs> hand in your shirt. Hey, I'll put my hand in your shirt. I'll put my hand in your shirt. I'll put my hand in your shirt. That's great. I like the laughter in there. That's, yeah, I just took the real, I just took the sound bite. And then nice. I found like what tempo it was mm-hmm. and uh, I kind of like auto-tuned it and found notes that I thought would be, go with it. And uh, yeah, that's that's sort of the process of that. My favorite is the heavy metal North and South Korea. Oh, you, oh really? Yes. Do you want to hear the remix for that? Love to. Okay. It's a whole new remix. I re-recorded <laughs> vocals for it. Here we go. Love it. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. That's not the right one. That's not. Oh, I right love one. that one. You like that one? That's Death Destruction Diarrhea. Isn't <laughs> wait, that it? Isn't that the one you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I, I got to play you the remix because the it's it's all about the remix. Hold on. Casey's music nerding out right now. <laughs> got to talk go. to that guy downstairs with the baby grant. Okay, so you get it. Wow. Love it. So, Chelsea, after uh, 45 minutes, you have more or less respect for me and Casey <laughs> after you've heard some of these jingles? and More because this is really creative. Oh, yeah. whoa, creative. Like it. Yeah. Fact um, check that. It's true. <laughs> Truly. Like, like if I could have a job in music, I would do it over comedy, I think. It's just fun to, to make little songs and stuff. Luckily, yeah. this is a nice hybrid where they get to be like kind of comedic songs. Yeah. You know? Not that I would be like a Weird Al or something like that. There's only one Weird Al. That's true. He's great. Um, but yeah, this was, it was great to see Merg at Beat 
by a by a kid. I love finally that. we put Jake an end to it. Is the greatest kid. His mom was great. They were the Ugh. nicest people. I was so happy that they won. So happy the guys gave him an Xbox because like again, it was like you want all of this crap from Murray's house that you might not necessarily want. It's kind of funny, but then they gave him that Xbox. So he like really won something of a. Uh, of kid value, at least like something you want to take home, uh, as opposed to like the bedding that had copies of Awakened thrown in there. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know if that made the cup, but Casey threw a bunch of copies of Awakened in there so they could never be sold. <laughs> they were just like in Murr's house. Um, I'm, you know what? I'm bugged about that blankie, by the way, because in theory we burned it at the end of season four, I believe. But it was like that was a fake blankie. Right. It was just a double fake out. It was a double, double fake, fake out. out. Yeah. Gotcha. So we had the one blankie, and then then there was the real one, and then Joe threw it in, and that was really like, like just to end the episode on that in that note, and for Murr in the moment to think it's gone. Yeah, you have to understand, like, you know, as much as like the guys mess with each other, they also know what's really gonna like affect the person, and Murr yeah. that would really affect Murr. Like he'd be really sad about right. it. So to just make him believe that is great, but then to be like, hey, surprise, actually, you're right. a real blank- blanky But safe. making him jump out of an airplane wouldn't make him sad? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, to be clear, Danny Green, we did not destroy Murr's blanket in a fire, but we did blow up Q's Jeep <laughs> yes. with explosives. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> but that blanky is kind of irreplaceable. Yeah, it's disgusting. Gotcha. It should have been replaced 40 years ago, 30 <laughs> yeah, years ago. Yeah. But that's also maybe the punishment, too, that he's going to get sick from his own blanket. Yeah. So on that note, thank you guys for listening. I want to thank Eric for being Mur, here, Chelsea Mur, for Mur, being here, Murr, 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 Danny Green, James McCarthy. I'm Casey Jones. Thank you, Casey. Thanks, and guys. Thank you so much. Make sure you subscribe, tell your friends about it, and call me on the phone. Bye, everybody. It is Mur, 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 M